in today's show. We look ahead to Sunday in the NBA, how we can win our weekly fantasy basketball matchups. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball, and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com. The promo code is locked on. All right. We're looking ahead to Sunday, and we're looking at just players to add for Sunday and how that impacts us and who are the best options for points leagues and for each specific category. So, you know how we do it. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right, let's start with the Yahoo Points League. Got eight names here who are all available in at least 40% of leagues who I think are very, very good op- options for you to stream in uh, for tomorrow. Some of them I'm more confident with than others. It's always going to be a little bit of a risk because some of these fringe players are fringe players for a reason. Like Emmanuel Quickly, for example, played 32 minutes last game, really good, but could easily play 21. Right? I think there's still value in him. And one of the things we talked about with the return of Barrett is that Thibodeau just might cut everyone else's bench minutes, Toppen, Hartenstein, and McBride, so he can get quickly 30 minutes. And that's basically what he's done. 28 minutes and 32 minutes in the two games. Now, one of those games, Grimes was a little bit lower on minutes. One of those games, Barrett was a little bit lower. So that does give us risk with quickly. But I still think he's a really solid option. Jeremy Sohan's going to start for the Spurs. Whether he's going to produce or not, I don't know. But finding a consistent starter is never an easy thing. And not saying that Sohan's a consistent starter, but he consistently starts. So he's got that going for him. And there will be some nights where he does have decent enough points. So he's an option. I think this one is a safer one, and that is the Bronco, Jalen Williams. Broncos country, let's ride. He was great against the Bulls yesterday. And I don't really envisage the role changing significantly. He looks great to me, and he's a rosterable player. And definitely, look, a stream definitely, but I must roster anyway. Lou Dort is not someone that I'm massively a fan of. No, my son is also named Bort. But I think in a points league, there is a lot of value in him because he's still getting minutes. Not not every game, but he still gets minutes. And he still t- takes too many shots, but that's good for points leagues. And he's in the mix here, for sure. Storm and Norman Powell have to really enjoy what he's been doing. Yes, Paul George and Luke Kennard have both been out but they might both be out again on Sunday. And Powell's role feels like he's minimum 24 minutes, maximum 30 minutes. The 24 minutes makes him less appealing. 30 makes him more, way more appealing. We know about Powell. Get 30 minutes, get some shots in, and there's value. Um, Paul George and Kennard will impact him, but I'm not really expecting them to play. Quentin Grimes, just keep going with him. I, I think there's plenty. Like, I don't think in a, in a category league, he's definitely a must-roster player. In a points league, I'm not as convinced that he's a must-roster 12-team league guy. But when he sits on a waiver wire and the Knicks play on a Sunday that's not particularly high volume, then there's great value in streaming him in. Tony Warren Jr. in Brooklyn. Um, we saw him get ample shots last game without Durant. Didn't really do anything else. 
But he scored 20 points. He could do that again. And then, like, had one rebound. So he could have six, seven rebounds. And that's a real boost to your fantasy points production. And then the other one's Terrence Mann, who has played 30 minutes, three straight games, starting point guard. Last game, it was interesting because we saw John Wall play almost 30 minutes as well. So Mann's production wasn't elite at all. And George's return has maybe a marginal impact on usage. Not that Mann's usage is high anyway. But how how he goes, we're still sort of establishing that. But a guy who we presume is going to be a starter is absolutely on our like radar of players to use. Go to ESPN Points Leagues. All of these players are available in at least 70% of ESPN leagues. 70% of availability seems to be a cutoff on ESPN. Their roster percentages are so stupid. Um, so we look at these guys who seem to be available in most leagues because there just seems to be so many inactive leagues over there. We start off with, honestly, basically all the same names. Jalen Williams, Emmanuel Quickly. Jeremy Sohan, Norman Powell, Quentin Grimes. Now, ESPN points are structured a little bit differently to Yahoo points, so efficiency matters more on ESPN. So you'll see the ordering of these players is a little bit different. My confidence level in guys like Quickly and Sohan still aren't particularly high, but they do project out pretty well. So after Sohan and Powell, there's Quentin Grimes, there's Terrence Mann, Royce O'Neal in the mix. Much better ESPN points league guy, I think, than Yahoo points league player. So there is a little bit of... He's available on Yahoo points and he's worth adding given the extra minutes he's going to get with KD out. But I do like him a little bit more over on ESPN. And then his teammate, TJ Warren, has some pretty good value there as well just as a guy who's going to get such bulk shots with the absence of Kevin Durant. So you've got some ESPN points league stream options. You've got some Yahoo points league stream options. You can check everything over at Basketball Monster as well if you are a member over there as we update immediately as the news comes through and you can see how the daily projections change to see who ends up being a better stream. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, but it's not daily fantasy that you've seen before. It is just player projections. So you might have Royce O'Neal and they'll say 10.5 points is his line that's set. You go, oh, I think Royce has got a chance to do more than that. So you just say, more. And they go, Tony Warren, last game he had one rebound. Let's say they set it at four and a half. Do you take the the more or the less side of that? Which side do you go on? I think I'd probably go more. He's had some good rebounding games, but it's a tough one. And you do between two to six of those individual player projections, put them in a lineup, and you can win up to 25 times your entry back. And these entries are quick. You can do them in under 60 seconds. You can do it in over 30 US states and in Canada. And you can do it for sports that not, it's not just the NBA. NFL. College basketball, men's and women's, NASCAR, golf, MMA, boxing, cricket, disc golf. It's all there. Download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Let's go to category leagues now. Who are we streaming in in the points category? Norman Powell. Right? That's what he does. He doesn't do really much else, but what he does is score. And again, my expectation is that at least Paul George will be out. I don't know that for sure. And that really does help Powell. So good opportunity for him there. There's a lot of other guys there are a bit more hit and miss, like Malik Monk, who can easily pop off at 25 or could have seven. It's a risky run. Alec Burks, similar. We don't know what Dwayne Casey is going to do with the rotation. Alec Burke. Dwayne Casey doesn't know what Dwayne Casey is going to do with the rotation. Burks could play 27 minutes and shoot 90%, or he could play 15 minutes and have six points. It's a risk, but a lot of these ones, like I think TJ Warren's not a risk, 
right? He's going to get 16 points. Pretty, pretty, feel pretty good about that with Durant out. He's going to do that. Um, Quentin Grimes is going to get you 12 points, 14 points. Yeah, it's, I feel pretty good about that. Sohan will get you 10 to 12. I feel okay about that. Monk might be 7 to 28. Burks might be the same. Dennis Schroeder might be 6 or it might be 35. KJ Martin might be 20 points on 9 shots, might be 9 points on 2 shots. 9 points on 8 shots. 9 points on 2 shots, tough to do. Um, so it really depends. Like, are you looking for more stability in that category? Or are you just so far behind where you've got to take home run shots? Well, that's where you go with your Monks and your Burks, Powell, Schroeder, these guys with 30, 35 point upside. Whereas, you know, your Martins or your Grimes and Sohans are, are lower upside, but probably higher or uh, less difference between floors and ceilings there. And that is important to note. As always, there are a lot of three-pointers available on the wire. It's not as clear this Sunday as it is some other days, but there are a lot of names still there. Quentin Grimes, you're going to get two of them from him. It feels like every game. Same with Royce O'Neal. These guys are just hitting a lot of threes. O'Neal can't hit a single two to save his life, but he's hitting threes at a good enough level. Um, Grimes, also really good three-point shooter. And then you've got the other nets, Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Well, look, that is just re- like that's two threes each without too much hassle, I'd say, for those four guys. Malik Monk, a little bit hit or miss, same as Alec Burks, as we mentioned. So do they have, though, more per-game upside in threes? I'm not sure about Burks. Monk probably does. But, like, Grimes is a five three-pointer upside. Harris is a five three-pointer upside. Seth Curry is a five to six three-pointer upside. O'Neal's probably only a three. And Monk's probably a five. Burks is probably a three as well. Then you go to Mike Muscala, who I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because I don't think I can really trust anything with the Thunder centers. Is it Mascala? Is it Baisley? Is it Wiggins? Is it Williams? Is it the other Williams? Is it Amarui? There's too many options. Mascala started last game, but who knows? And Doug McDermott is a very solid player. Very solid three-point streamer. You'll get three out of him. You probably won't get any more, but you might not get any less. That's what he brings. And you know you're going to get that from Doug McDermott. Rick, you're very confident you're going to get that from him. Rebounds. Let's go to Kevon Looney, who's been rebounding like a maniac. Now, his minutes have been well down as they've regained Curry and Wiggins and Igadala. They still don't have Wiseman, Kaminga, and Jermichael Green back. Um, that's going to really impact Looney as we move forward, but he's rebounding at a stupid rate. I don't think it continues, but at the, he might get 10 rebounds. KJ Martin has got a real chance to start because um, uh, old mate Kevin Porter might be out. And he started last game. He can be a good rebounder. Sohan's a good rebounder. Terrence Mann's a good rebounder for a guard-eligible player. Um, Zach Collins, yes, the minutes can be in flux coming off the bench, but double-digit rebound upside. Look look at these guys. Looney double-digit upside rebound. Collins double-digit upside rebound. But the guys in between, probably just more safe with their rebounds, not as higher upside. Pat Williams really does get a boost if DeMar DeRozan is out, but he's a solid enough rebound option anyway. Royce O'Neal gets you five or six. And then Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles is on fire at the moment. They're giving him extra minutes because of blowouts. He's also doubled his block rate over the last 10 games, which is not something I really expect to continue, but he's playing a lot of backup center. Not that there are many backup center minutes available because Sabonis plays 38 a night, so it's 10 minutes there. But he's getting some minutes at the four, and it's eating into Keegan Murray. And his production's really high at the moment, Trey. I'm not saying he's a 12-team league ad, but he's put up really good numbers, and he's at least an option for us here to stream for rebounds. Assists are dry as usual. Cole Anthony is an option. I don't like him as a general fantasy option, but assists, yes. Dennis Schroeder, well, that's you know 
we hope that's what he does, especially um, if there's a chance that LeBron does sit with his ankle, which is a, seems to be a chance every game. Sohan's getting some point guard reps, maybe three to four assists there. Iguodala maybe gets two to three, but this is how rough it is. Like Iguodala is one of the best assist stream options, I think, out there. Royce O'Neal, yeah, he's not a bad option there too. Alex Caruso, especially if, if DeRozan's out, Caruso jumps probably at the top of this list. Uh, Malik Monk, yeah, his assist rate has dropped from where it was earlier in the season, but it's still strong. And then Terrence Mann, starting point guard, might only be three assists. It's really hard to get assists off the white. It's really hard. I think you know that though. Steals. Um, let's start with uh, let's start with the rabbit hunter. Very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Alex Caruso. Right, that is a steel streamer. This is a 3-4 steals upside guy. And he could start with DeRozan out. In fact, he might start with DeRozan. Back to Sumu is not it. Gary Payton hasn't really generated steals yet, but he can in big volumes. Quentin Grimes, a great steals player. Sohan can get you one to two. He's not as high upside as these other guys, but he's interesting there. O'Neal got two last game and great minutes. DiVincenzo, he can very easily get two, even if it's in 18 minutes. Terrence Mann, a decent steals option. And then the Rockets, I haven't mentioned this yet. But there's going to be some suspensions, I think. They haven't announced them yet, but I'd expect Jalen Green and the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate, to both be suspended for the next game for coming onto the court during an altercation from the bench, leaving the bench area. So I expect both of those guys to get suspended, meaning, and especially if Kevin Porter's out, does Eason get a little bit more playing time? Is it enough to be an an ad? No. But I mean, you could add him if you're desperate for steals because he does do those. He can get three of them if he plays 22 minutes, 23 minutes. And there is an opportunity with both Tate and Green and maybe Porter, all likely, or all two of them, Tate and Green are very likely to be suspended and Porter's possibly out due to injury. So some options could open up there. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it is. What is it? It's the best tasting protein bar ever. We know this. We love protein. We love treats. And we love the ability to smash those two things together because I'm getting a treat. I'm getting high protein, but I'm not loading up on calories. I'm not loading up on sugar. I'm doing it the healthy way. And I've told you for years that you can get Built Bar in so many spots. Like, well, actually, that's not true. I, I lie. I've told you you can get it from one spot, Built.com. And that's still true. You can still get them there. All the delicious flavors, all the new flavors, all the limited edition flavors, all the nutritional details, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein. It's all there at Built.com. But now you can just walk straight into Walmart. You can walk in high and mighty, all cocky. I'm getting my Built Bars. Get into the pharmacy section. And there they are, four bar boxes, cookies and cream flavor, double chocolate or coconut puffs. Or if you're passing by a Sam's Club, they've got a 13 bar box in two flavors, brownie batter and in churro. So go to built.com, but also call into Walmart, call into Sam's Club and get your boxes of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. Let's stream some blocks in. Go to Portland, let's go to Drew Eubanks, who can easily get you two blocks coming off the bench behind Nurkic. And Nurkic apparently is on the injury report every game with an ankle or a calf or an illness or uh, something. I don't know. So Eubanks has always got that opportunity. Pat Williams, good shot blocker, maybe more minutes. His teammate, Derek Jones Jr., took all of the center, backup center minutes last game. Um, whether that is something that sticks every game, I, I don't know. But, but he very well could, and he gets some backup four minutes. Nico Batum, probably going to start if Paul George is out. Darius Baisley, that one's iffy. Had been out of the rotation completely and then played like 15 minutes and 20 minutes the last two games. 
Do I know that Baisley is going to play? Absolutely not. I don't. But if he does play, there's three block upside. But I don't know how we know that. There's just no way to do it. It's really tough. Zach Collins is a good block guy. Also, Neil's a strong blocks guy as well. And then again, like with Baisley, Mike Muscala, does he start? Does he play 10 minutes? Does he play 20 minutes? Does he play zero minutes? It's always risky to try those Thunder guys. Any guys that aren't risky is off the off that bench option, those center options is Kendrick Williams. Because even like Pig Williams was a DMP last game. They're all over the place in terms of who they play. Field goal percentage streamers. Kevon Looney. Dwight Powell. Powell could be a really big one if, if Christian Wood misses out. Wood's dealing with an ankle problem. Not to say that Powell is going to put up huge numbers, but if you're a 70% shooter on four attempts and then you get seven attempts and maintain as a 70% shooter, well, that value goes so high. And that's, I think, a possibility there for Powell. Drew Eubanks is a good field goal guy. KJ Martin, really good field goal guy who might get really good volume as well. Winyan Gabriel, he was excellent last game for the Lakers. Do I think that he's taking over from Tom Bryant? I don't. But he's definitely earned that backup role. And maybe they keep Bryant at 27 minutes or so. And we know that if Bryant really struggles defensively, he gets yanked and Gabriel jumps in. Zach Collins, good option. Zeke Naji, yeah, he's a pretty good field goal percentage player. And then Montrez Harrell, I don't feel great about that one because I don't even know that he plays. They might go back to Paul Reed, but he's a field goal percentage player if he's playing. And then free throws, I feel more confident with a lot of these ones. Um, Dennis Schroeder, really good free throw option. Cole Anthony, great free throw option. Malik Monk, Josh Richardson. Gary Harris, who's off the injury report after leaving last game early. Uh, Alec Burks, probably the best outside of Schroeder. Burks is probably the best volume guy there. So that that, that means something. Um, Pat Williams has been an excellent free throw shooter this season. He doesn't shoot many, but I think he's at 92% or something. He's, uh, he's shooting unbelievable numbers. And he's like 48% from three or 46% from three or something, which is probably not going to stick. And then Troy Brown Jr. in LA as well. He's a pretty good free, turned himself into a pretty good free throw shooter and is an option to stream in to help for that category. Now, for the next four days, let's look at Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're all low-volume days. They're all streamable. So what do we do? There are four names on here who I think should be rostered, and they're startable regardless of schedule strength or regardless of schedule volume. And that's Jalen McDaniels in Charlotte. Kyle Anderson, yes, I know he's dealing with that illness still, but I think he's. I think you've got to have him anyway. Um, the Bronco, Jalen Williams in OKC. Broncos country. Let's ride. And I actually think Trey Murphy is back into that mix. Last two games have been really good. And we saw this. He did this for weeks to begin the year. Then he's had a massive slump. You know, like a four-week slump. Go back to Trey Murphy. The next four guys are all really great for the next four nights. Three games in four nights. Norman Powell, three games in four nights. Obviously, the Clippers do too. Terrence Mann. You could throw Batum into that mix as well. You might throw John Wall into there. But he won't play three and four nights. He'll sit one. You got the Knicks with three games in four nights. The only real option who's available is, is Quentin Grimes. You could throw quickly in there too if he's available, but both guys, three games in four nights, love it. And then the Lakers, three games in four nights. So Dennis Schroeder, Troy Brown, deeper, deeper leagues, Wenyan Gabriel. Um, yeah, so some real, some decent enough options there to get a boost over the next four days, heading into week 14. And that will do it for me today, guys. Don't forget. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.